Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Got this new shirt. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's cool. Is that uh, Villeneuve? Is that yeah. his helmet? I uh, guess so. Like, I so like it. Circuit, well, it says Circuit Gilles Villeneuve on there, so. That's sick. Yeah. All right, you ready to start? Yep. Let's do it. It is lights out and away we go. Hello, racers. Welcome to episode 17 of the Harder Soft Formula One podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Huff, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, RJ McCullough. RJ, how are you? Of course, this was a huge weekend for you, so you've got to yeah. be like buzzing. Of course. I mean, obviously, you're talking about Lewis getting a podium, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, obviously, I was in Montreal from Friday to Monday, and it was it was just an unbelievable, unforgettable weekend. First time I've ever seen, heard, uh, smelled F1 cars and F1 racing in person. So it was just, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll break it all down at some point to, during the podcast today. But it was just, I mean, an unbelievable weekend from start to finish. Even with the rain, that even added an extra element that was still kind of cool for Saturday. So, yeah, it was unbelievable. But uh as things go, Max Verstappen got another win. Yep. Barely, but he did get another win. <laughs> yep. So as our tradition continues, it's five or six races, I think. Yeah, I'm something do this. crazy like that. Your poor heart having to chuck so many Red Bulls this season. But, um, well, you'll read the exact standing soon. But our personal Harder Soft League is uh, getting extremely tight. You, uh, I did win, or my driver did win this week, but you got second, third, and fourth, so yeah, <clears throat> you're closing in. But yeah, we'll get I to am. that. <laughs> but yeah, you. Sorry, struck that. It's always a bit of a burp fest right after, but you, you did it like a good. champ. Thank you. So yeah, you, like, as you said, you had <clears throat> Verstappen 25, Charles had 10, Bottas had six, Akon had eight, and Zhou you had four. So you had a couple. Nice little surprise points at the bottom there that were very yes, important sir. for you. Then I had Hamilton 15, Sainz 19, Russell 12, Alonso 2, Stroll 1. Good solid point in Canada for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, going into the race, you were up by 18 points. Uh, here you had 53, I had 49. So you actually gained four points despite having, I guess you had first and fifth. I had two, three, four. So... Yes. That being said, now it's 488 for you, 466 for me, and you lead by 22 points. Still, Damn. still very catchable. Oh my God! Yeah, it's. I mean, there was a point where I was like commanding, but these DNFs are costing me. And also, you've you picked. I got like really good like first two picks. I feel like, but your mid guys are just like racking up points. Like I'm pretty much getting like. Top one, maybe second, maybe third, but then pretty much nothing until like eight, nine, and ten. So you're yeah. you're catching up. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's a solid race right to the finish. Uh, I don't think the same can be said for the constructor standings right now and the driver standings, but season's still got a lot to go. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into the uh, Montreal standings after I do or results after I do my one minute race review, but. Um, I guess quickly we can do the updated 
driver and constructor standings. Do you want to take driver or constructor? Um, I'll do the constructors. All right. Dun, dun, dun. So if you have it up, otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. So Red Bull, obviously number one. They've got 304 points. They've got they've got seven wins this season so far and 12 podiums. Then Ferrari's right behind with 228. Only two wins. Two only. That's it's crazy that Charles has only managed to get two wins with his just insane qualifying. It's very bizarre and very sad. But they've got no nine podiums. Then behind them, Mercedes 188. Then McLaren 65. Alpine 57. Alfa Romeo 51. Alfa Tauri 27. Aston Martin 16. Haas 15. Williams 3. So, um, pretty much the only thing that really stands out to me is just that it's kind of surprising that Alfa Romeo is so close to Alpine because it just feels like Alpine has like such a faster car. But I guess Fernando just has such shit luck that they're not able to <laughs> pull it together to pull ahead and just for sure secure that P5, which they have it, but we'll see how long they're able to hold it. But go ahead with the drivers. Yeah, Alonso was talking a bit of a big game going into after his huge quality on Saturday, but yeah. Couldn't really pull it off at all on Sunday. No. I mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't necessarily his fault. But on the turn one, he just, there was no, he said he was going to get ahead and lead for the first time in a long time, but not even close. So anyways, what's the gap between Ferrari and Red Bull right now? So currently Red Bull 304, Ferrari 228. So 76 points. Okay. And then what's the gap between Ferrari and Mercedes? Uh, 40 points. Ooh. All right. Yeah, so it's Fer- Ferrari's 228, Mercedes 188. So a little battle brewing for second right now. It It's definitely looking like it. And, I mean, we'll probably briefly touch on it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think anything's going to come of what we're going to talk about. So <laughs> okay. it's it definitely seems like Mercedes is going to be catching up. So Ferrari needs to get their shit together, man. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> which they had well, a good show this weekend to, to their yeah, credit all things considered they did yeah it was a good show from really i was saying like after as we were leaving i think like that was a good day for pretty much if you're a red bull fan a mercedes fan or a ferrari fan like it was a pretty good day all things considered for all three fan bases then yeah. can't really say that too often so definitely uh, not. yeah driver standings obviously max verstappen in first 100 175 points second his teammate sergio perez 129 points uh, 30, 30. So quickly, that's 46 points, I believe, is the gap there. Uh, three points behind Perez is Charles Leclerc, 126. George Russell, fourth, 111. Fifth, signs at 102. And then everyone else is under 100. Lewis Hamilton at 77. Lando Norris in seventh. Valtteri Bottas, eighth. Alcon, ninth. Alonso, tenth. Gasly, 11th. Magnussen, 12th. Ricardo, 13th. 14th is Vettel. 15th is Sonoda. Joe Guan Yu is 16th. Alexander Albon is 17th. Lance Stroll, 18th. That rounds out the people that have points. And then 19th, Mick Schumacher. 20th, Nico Hulkenberg. And then 21st, Nicholas Latifi. (laughs) As always. I laugh every week. (laughs) Well, as always this season, it was Latifi was always at least one ahead last season. Yeah, it's tough to see. Yeah. So that is the driver's standings. Uh, Yeah, not really... Too much of a surprise other than just, again, not really surprised, but Max just keeps improving that lead. And now, I mean, I guess it was before, but it was already Sergio 
uh, ahead of Charles, but just to see that still there is still sort of jarring to the eye when, I mean, a few races in, people were saying, and we were wondering, is Charles just going to run away with it? And yeah, so right. without further ado, <clears throat> my one minute race review. Let's Let me take it. a sip of my Tim Hortons coffee here. Hell yeah. <clears throat> All yeah. Right. It's on brand. And <clears throat> Bienvenue Montreal. Verstappen starts on pole. Alonso starts behind him. Signs them behind him. Lewis behind him. And the Haases behind him. Interesting starting grid. Verstappen gets off to a great start. Magnussen goes wheel to wheel with Lewis. Lewis is okay. Magnussen ends up out of the race. Uh, lap eight, Perez, engine issues. He's also out of the race. Verstappen and Hamilton take this opportunity to pit under the virtual safety car. Lap 20, Mick Schumacher, engine issues. He's out of the race. Lap 44, Lewis just stays ahead of Max after Rebel pits, and Lewis kind of squeezes Max a little bit. Uh, Max is pissed on the radio, but passes Lewis the next lap when Lewis pits himself. Uh, lap 49, Yuki Tsunoda out. He drives into the wall. Kind of a bizarre uh, way to crash, but safety car comes out. Lap 54 to lap 70, Signs and Verstappen just go at it, battling. Even though, sorry, even with DRS, Signs can't get past Verstappen though, so it ends up Max Verstappen wins in Canada, Signs second, Hamilton third, back on the podium, Russell fourth, Charles Leclerc starts on the back of the grid, finishes fifth. Nice. Not sure if I got it in time, but good enough. If anything, you were within like a second. All right, sweet. So yeah, that's uh, the one minute race of you. That brings us to any final race, like from watching, I guess, I mean, obviously we had different perspectives. So you watched on TV, I've watched like the race highlights back and as many views as I could, but uh, what was it like watching it on TV? What did you think of the race? Um, so I definitely want you to go in depth into what your whole weekend was like uh, yeah. for this GP. Uh, but just from my point of view, yeah, Fernando, I mean, of course you saw him all of this he was you know super cocky going into the race it would have been great if he had been able to pull out a you know a decent result which p7 that's fine but from p2 to p7 you know that's huge disappointment but um during the race it, i was surprised at how hard the uh crofty and brundle were going in on leclerc like they were like they were pretty like insult they were insulting him pretty bad being like saying like oh he you, he's got to be disappointed you know pretty much being like he should be farther up and to be fair leclerc was having grip issues he was complaining about grip the whole race but i don't know p19 to p5 is still pretty fucking impressive in my book and it just felt like they were downplaying what he did a little bit I mean, they were definitely downplaying it, but it was like to the point where they were saying like he should almost feel bad about his performance, which was very strange to me. And I, I'm not sure. I don't think you were listening to any broadcasts during the race. We like we had it up on the phone, but it was hard to follow that because it's like you see so it happen, things happening, and then yeah, it's so loud, and then in, the broadcast obviously is a little behind like live, so it was like you kind of know what's happening, but you don't. So yeah, that was a little tricky. But I mean, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but it wasn't look. Charles like stuck in the DRS train at one point and they know yeah, he obviously has a faster car, but yeah, briefly. Yeah. I think he, he had a little bit of a, a tip with Akon uh, for a little while. Akon, yeah. man. Every week. Like, I know. Jeez. <laughs> that, also, that reminds me of, uh, well, I'll say that for a later point, but, uh, <laughs> what happened with, um, 
Oh, yeah, one quick thing. You know, you said Alonzo P7, but he got a penalty, so he ended up P9. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm looking at the the classification from the race. That's my bad. Uh, okay. I, I completely forgot race. about that. That's, yeah, for for uh, weaving in front of Bottas. Yeah, that that's that tracks, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I was... Of course, this race was on Father's Day, so I actually watched this race with my dad. It was a lot of fun. He has watched a couple of episodes of Drive to Survive with me, um, but he, 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 you know, he is obviously like super impressed with how fast it goes, and he's just like in awe. But he um, also has like no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> so he's like, every time I'm like, if I, no matter what happens, I'm like, oh, and he's like, is that Verstappen? <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, that's Verstappen. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Well, it's still, it's cool that you got to watch with him. Yeah, that was fun. But I mean, to be fair, nowhere near exciting as your experience. So that was, I mean, besides, obviously, I want you to get into yours. But besides that, um, yeah, b- uh, really impressive results for Mercedes as well. Um, I, you know, we'll get into the sort of recent drama, uh, but I, I was excited, especially for you, for Lewis to get podium. So that was really cool to see. I also really like seeing Lewis outperform George. Uh, that was yeah. awesome to see. <laughs> but yeah, besides that, yeah. That's, Did they that's catch awesome. on the broadcast? It was pretty loud in, in person. But like afterwards, when they announced them on like the the podium, they call out like Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, and they walk out. Um, when they announced Verstappen, there was quite a few boos like it was pretty loud boos. really yeah it might have I, just been where i was standing but i was like oh i hope that wasn't on tv because but and then lewis came out it was just like extreme ovation which i mean i was yeah. kind of loving that but yeah it was kind of uh, strange the people here obviously not huge fans of her staff although there were tons of her staff of fans but mm-hmm. no yeah. for you yeah, know for sure i i didn't catch any boos um I may have just like not heard them, but I definitely heard all the cheers for Lewis. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, awesome. I'm sure that feels good, you know, because he's definitely. I mean, he, they've cheered for him, obviously, but you know, the podium, you know, it's it got it's yeah. got to feel amazing. Yeah, that was so cool. I wish we could have. I wish the mics didn't really cut out in the um the cool down like room. The cool down room. Yeah. So I went back to watch that because so I was like, oh, that's good. that must have been cool, but Some didn't bullshit. really get much from that. Um, what was the situation that happened with Latifi? Because I remember you were texting me about something about like the fan vote thing. Yeah, so of course there's no confirmation on this, but Charles Leclerc was voted driver of the day. And if you look at the, actually, let me pull up the actual um, results. Because uh, like I said, Charles Leclerc got driver of the day. Um, if I'm not able to actually pull it up, then um, it doesn't matter. But Leclerc got like 26% of the vote, something like that. Okay. And uh, people, I mean, if you added up the top five um, votes, or it showed the TP wasn't in the top five at all. Oh. And there was a solid like 50 to 60 point or percentage missing. So people were like, oh, so people voted Latifi as a joke or I mean you can call it a joke but it's like it's definitely for a meme but you know they definitely took that off and were like nope not giving him that so I mean 
yeah, it's, I don't know, it's arguable of, like, what they should have done, but I don't know, I yeah, think that's kind of like, shitty. The, like, uh, optimist side of, like, view point to look at it would be, like, it was his home race, it could potentially be his last, if not his last race in F1, probably his last, most certainly his last Canadian Grand Prix oh, for sure. in F1. So, there's the case we made that maybe, you know, fans were just trying to send him off in his last home race with a nice fan vote. But then, yeah, more realistically, if you take one one look online with anything that says Latifi, it's uh, either negative or someone trying to troll. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the memes that I, were would have come out of it, I can only imagine. Yeah, I still think it's kind of bullshit because even if you're even if the fans did want to send him off, you know, regardless of what's been confirmed and what hasn't, you know, they should be able to do that. I don't know. I have the actual percentages here, so. Charles got 21.6%, and then Lewis got 11.9%, Carlos got 10.6%, Max 10.2%, Fernando Alonso 6 So that's uh, less than 60 So there's 40% missing. And of course, right, right. all the other drivers probably got a very small vote, but I mean, yeah. where's the rest of the points? I mean, I yeah. think Latifi probably just maybe got like over Charles, and they just were like, let's just cut it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. It's um, sad, but also hilarious. But yes, I want to hear, starting from Friday, your whole okay. weekend experience, because there was a lot, you, you you experienced a shit ton. I did. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so, try and remember as much as I can. I was going to try and write everything down, but I think the best thing to do is just try and go through it. So, got there Friday afternoon. Uh we wanted to go to the track, but by the time we got to the hotel and got settled and everything, and the city was absolutely, like, it was a beautiful day when we got there. city was absolutely jam-packed, so our hotel was downtown, so, or, like, near where, yeah, I guess you'd say downtown, which, um, re- like, really close to the Ritz, which is where all the, pretty much all the F1 drivers are staying. Um, but then the whole area of downtown Montreal was just, like, all the streets are shut down. It was just, like, party scene everywhere. Uh, tons of like live music and DJs and outdoor bars and just like uh, tons of um, like simulator tent set up so you could like play the track on the video games with like the real uh, wheel and everything. They had like pit stop challenges where you could try it on Red Bull. Uh, they had uh. like old cars uh, set up all in the streets everywhere. Um, just incredible and everyone all in their F1 gear. I'd say the most the most uh, potent fan base, I guess, there would be Ferrari. But I think that's because uh, Jill Villeneuve drove for Ferrari. So I guess a lot uh, of the older people are started with Ferrari and stuck with Ferrari. Um, but yeah, a lot of Mercedes fans, a good amount of Red Bull fans. And then, you know, a surprisingly good amount of fans of all teams, which was nice to see. Um, so yeah, Friday was just more of a exploring the city, getting like the feel for where we need to go, figure out the subway system, because driving anywhere would have been insane. Uh, the track's actually like literally on an island, so the best way to get there is just to take the subway, because um, if you drive there, it's just in- insane. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be posting some videos and pictures at various points throughout this our YouTube video, if you're watching that. So, yeah, I'll post a few pictures of the crowds just getting in everywhere. It was absolutely insane. I think you said there was 385,000 people there over the weekend, 365, something, like something around, between 350 and 380, something like that, but... Um, and that's with Saturday being raining all day, Friday raining half the day. Uh, so it was Sunday especially was insane. But uh, Saturday, we uh, went to the track for P3. We were there for all of that. It was raining, pouring rain, but it was still 
just incredible. That was the first time I'd been there to see the track in person, see the cars on track. Um, and we got luckily we had general admission, which if we're, when we go again, we're going to get um, grandstand seating because they really don't have much set up for your general admission. It's just kind of like figure out a spot that you can hopefully see. Right. So, but we got very lucky on Saturday. Um, we got like at the edge, like just at the exit of the hairpin where the DRS zone starts. Like we were about like 10 meters from the DRS line. Uh, yeah, so I was, was, was going to say your, your spot Saturday was fucking amazing. Yeah. It's yeah, so it was, fucking awesome. I know. And they kind of made us overconfident thinking like, oh, we'll try and find a better spot for Sunday. But uh, in, in the end, our spot, it, the video didn't ca capture it, but it, it was a sweet spot. And I'll explain why for Sunday later. But yeah, Saturday we watched all of that. We had dinner reservations um, at like an amazing restaurant for Saturday night. So we weren't able to stay for quality. We just went and watched. Like we were there for some of it, but we went and watched um, at a bar near where we were going um, to catch the end of that. But still, that was really cool because it is would have been tough to really follow quality right. where we were. Um, that was amazing. And then went for dinner and the Saturday night, uh, my mom and I, she's like obsessed with Lewis Hamilton. And we were staying at the hotel right side. We were staying at the hotel Cantley, which is right beside the Ritz, basically. Oh. And uh, so my mom and I were like, "There's huge crowds outside, like, like, like as if it was paparazzi, what you'd expect, and like red carpet and shit." My mom and I were like, "No, let's just like walk in as if we were staying at the Ritz." So, <laughs> expecting to get stopped by security, we're like, "Let's just try." So we did. Oh. We walked right in. Nobody said anything. So we're like, "Okay, sweet." So we sat down at like their super fancy bar, and like I ordered an espresso martini, my favorite drink, which was thirty dollars, but okay it was worth it for the experience uh, my mom doesn't really drink so she just got a tea and that was like 25 dollars but anyways oh yeah all weekend the prices are insane but it's it, you, you gotta know that going in yeah uh, and then so we're kind of like not trying to be too obvious that we're fans but i mean obviously and then so george russell first walks in and i was like oh my god there's george russell so i tried to i, didn't, I was like should i should i go over so I was like fuck it, i'm just gonna go over i get up walk over i didn't really get to talk to him too much but Dapped him up. Uh, he was, I don't know to say he was standoffish, but he was just going to the elevator to go to bed. <laughs> it, was, it was like, I don't know, 11 p.m. And then uh, a couple minutes later, Latifi walks in. And I'm like, all right, he's Canadian. He's got to be nice. So, yeah, Latifi. <laughs> go, Tifi. So he walks in with a, a very attractive girl, I might add. Um, so I felt bad interrupting, but they were on their way to the, yeah, good for him, on their way to the elevator to go upstairs and get some rest, I'm sure. Yeah. For the big course. race. Uh, but I walked over to him. Um, he was extremely nice. Talked to me for a few minutes. Uh, since we're interrupted, he kind of like smirked at that. But just don't even really remember exactly what we talked about. But just very nice guy, um, down to earth. A little taller than I thought he'd be. I don't even know how tall he is, but for some reason I thought he was really short. Um, yeah, nice guy. And yeah, wish him luck. He went off. Got a picture with him though, so I'll post that. And uh, yeah, that was Saturday night. And then Sunday, race day, obviously, absolutely beautiful day, gorgeous day. Uh, we go to the track a few hours early. Um, I think the race. Do you remember what time the race started? Like two o'clock. It's all a blur. It was. It was four. Four. Oh yeah. shit. Okay. So oh wait, no, 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 no. It was three. two. No, it was two. two. It, it's quality it, that was at it, four, it, right? It, it ended. Yeah, quality was at four. Okay. Yeah, it so started two. at two. I. I mean, we are just glossing over the fact that you met fucking George Russell and Nicholas Latifi. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when you texted me, I, I like looked up. <laughs> To my girlfriend and my sister and i was like he just met george russell and they're like oh they were just like oh that's yeah, cool go, i'm go. like i'm the only one that's freaking out about this <laughs> you sent me the picture of the tv and i just started like <laughs> laughing i was like i can't fucking that's i mean to be fair 
so fucking cool that you got to meet one of the two Canadian F1 drivers and get a picture with him. So I'm, I'm sure you've already shown that in the video, but like, that's awesome. That's so fucking cool. It would have been but, funny I, anyway. if, if I met Stroll. I don't know if I would have had the balls oh. to do my Lance Stroll impression to Lance Stroll. It would I, have think... to, I would have had to see what kind of mood he was in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he would find that very funny. Or as funny as my go-to would just be, Dad! <laughs> I don't think he would like that one bit. So. It'd be really funny if you're like chatting him up and then Lawrence Stroll comes around and you both go, Dad! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that's my dad! <laughs> oh, no. Jesus uh, Christ. But yeah, so Sunday, get to the track. Uh, it was a beautiful day. Sunny day, thankfully. Uh, not too hot. I'd say it was like 25 Celsius. The slight breeze, which... I think it's around 75 Fahrenheit for those of you weirdos. Um, and Americans. then, yes, uh, sorry, Americans. And <laughs> yeah, so we were trying, We the goal was to find a spot on turn one because a lot of times the race can be dictated by turn one. So it turned out after walking around for about an hour, there wasn't going to be any spots on turn one where you could see without having a grandstand pass because for whatever reason, there I mean, there's fencing everywhere and as fences steel fences work you can see through fences quite well but a lot of the places they put up this like black tarp so that you can't see i mean maybe there's a reason for a tv i don't know but you can't see on pretty much anywhere on the track if you have general admission that was the that's pretty much the main issue i had um so we just kept walking around trying to find a spot a couple hours walking around and then we found a what we thought was kind of a meh spot turned out to be a really good spot it was at like right before the wall of champions just like a hundred meters before that little right-handed kink right mm -hmm. where you, before it turns up to the like a right left quick right left up to wall yeah. near where the wall of champions is the last turn um and that was really cool because the cars come in at like top speed and then quickly we'd get to hear them like switch gears break mm -hmm. and then do a little doo -doo, or we could see them uh like break in the last second and go dip into the pits and there was one moment where gasly i don't know what happened it was like maybe lap 12 or so where he I guess he decided last second to go in the pits and he messed up his gear change or something, but he kind of like wobbled and then yeah. dove back in the pits at the last second. And we had a yep. perfect view of that. Uh, had a perfect view of Lewis. Uh, the first time he passed Alonzo, he made like a quick move there and then he ended up passing him on the straight. Uh, so we had a perfect view of that. And then, I mean, all race, just lots. I had one video where it's like 20 second video where literally every single car in the entire field goes by and the sound, I mean, I'll never forget, yeah, the sound, the speed is obviously unbelievable. The sound, and then we could smell, because we were kind of near a braking zone, you could smell, like, the the rubber and the brake fluid and whatever. It was the gas. unbelievable. The gas, the yeah, all of it. It was just so cool. Um, and then, yeah, near the end, like, when Carlos was making his attack of Max unsuccessfully. But there was one moment, maybe between, like, seven and or six and ten laps left, where Carlos got, I want to say within inches, look to the eye but very very close so it looked like he was going for the move and it was we had a perfect perfect view of it and like it was almost like the moment of the race uh could have been so uh yeah just unbelievable to see uh can't even like do it justice with the story it was just so so cool i i, mm -hmm. I wish that you were there with me i next time for sure we're gonna be going Absolutely. together uh but yeah just unbelievable and then <laughs> getting out of there was an absolute shit show like i don't know maybe two hundred thousand people or whatever it was maybe more trying to get out of basically probably 80 percent of them trying or 75 percent of them trying to get out of one subway stop uh that hasn't been updated since 1960 between 1967 and 1972 or whatever Fuck. so it was 
it was brutal but there were some funny moments like the crowd just started as Montreal and Stu for some reason just started chanting ole 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 and so there's thousands of people just chanting ole 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 in a crowded subway station so that was pretty funny uh but yeah getting out was a shit show the yeah the only negative I guess I would say is the infrastructure they it was uh I don't know just they need they haven't up I don't know if it was because there maybe there were way more fans this year because they haven't had it in a few years or or they just whatever the case but they could use a little bit of better infrastructure and yeah I definitely recommend if you're going it's a little bit more money but get grandstand tickets because general admission's not the best for Sunday at least for the rest of the days it's fine and but yeah it, it'll be like a couple hundred dollars each ticket but then the, some of the grandstands are literally like and I'm not even talking the fancy fancy ones some of them are like eight thousand dollars a ticket and it's like that's just how are you supposed to afford that I mean I sent you pictures a few pictures I think of like the merch prices yeah unbelievable like a vest was like 250 bucks just a Mercedes hat like my Lewis Hamilton one the white and black ones are 80 bucks but they had like a I don't know like a pride color theme one tur- turquoise one it was looked pretty cool actually but it was 120 dollars for a hat and, uh. <laughs> like everything was just absolutely insane let's like, profit got off these downtown groups. it was 21 dollars like it's just it was insane but so yeah i've never really been to an event that expensive but they make the most of your money and you got to know going in there it's a expensive sport and yeah you're gonna be paying <laughs> so but yeah just i mean the best one of the best coolest weekends of my entire life i'm sure there's things i'm forgetting that i'm gonna want to go back and tell but uh i'll definitely be posting a lot of the videos and we're gonna be posting on social like short clips of all the videos so yes just hopefully the I mean, obviously, the phone won't capture it all, but the sound and the speed and the just the like the person's eye view of what it looks like to be there and see it all. So, yeah, just amazing, just amazing weekend all in all. I, I really, really don't have anything else to add. Just worth worth the money. Over exceeded, over yeah, over exceeded my expectations. Not over exceeded, exceeded. I don't think over exceeded is <laughs> a word. It exceeded my expectations. Um, so yeah. That was amazing. Do we want to do, because I've been talking for a while, do we want to do our uh, best and worst and hard and soft? Yes, let's do it. But that's that's awesome to hear. I mean, it's the definitely the dream to eventually go there. Of course, we will eventually. Um, who knows which one we'll actually get to go to, whether it's Montreal. Is that correct? Okay, Montreal. Unless you're from Montreal, then it's like. Or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Montreal, it'll most likely be Coda. Um, very unlikely uh, Miami or Vegas, but yeah. who who knows? But that's really cool to hear. Those videos you sent were like so fucking sick. I can't wait to post all that. But mm-hmm. yes, um, yeah. I guess I'll start with the best and worst, and then you can do your best and worst, and then your hard and soft. Okay. So. I think my worst moment uh, is probably the Perez DNF. Um, Just unfortunate. Perez just really was off the mark this whole weekend. Um, So a little disappointing, but to be fair, they haven't raced there since, what, 2019 before COVID? So, yeah, uh, unfortunate. Uh, Best moment, Max's win, of course. Like you said, it was uh, one of the few weekends where you can have positives for the top three teams, like literally for all three teams, so you can have like, they all got good results in some aspects. So that was really cool to see. But uh, yeah, what are your best and worst moments? Um, 
before I get my best, just like first it was cool. I'm not gonna mix my best, but it was just I'm really glad that Montreal put on a good race. The crowd was amazing. Uh, from what I saw, it looked good on TV. Um, oh yeah. And it wasn't boring. It didn't seem like there was a good good finish. So yeah, really really glad to see that. Like proud of that. Um, even though Sebastian Vettel tried to take us down, and all the, <laughs> you know, people pointed out his hypocrisy. All he said was they called him. A, there was like articles about him in Canadian. Uh, outlets and someone mm-hmm. called him a hypocrite and his response was just yes i am i am a hypocrite <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks i really thought that one out but fair enough at least he admitted it so anyways my best um so realistically hamilton getting the podium uh but from being their perspective the best my best like viewing thing was seeing that moment when signs came right up on verstappen's rear almost mm-hmm. passed him, um almost made his move i guess having a perfect view of that um, as the crowd was going insane was really cool. And shout out to a lot of Ferrari fans, as I mentioned, but also for individual drivers, I'd say Hamilton, obviously Amber Stappen, but Perez. I know it's North America, but that's a far bit of a travel from Mexico. There are tons and tons of Mexican fans there um, for Perez. So that was cool to see that a lot of the disappointed oh, awesome. people, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then my worst uh, would just be, and I'm curious to get your opinion on this as from watching on TV, I said TV weird there, but we're just going to roll with it. Um, how long that safety car took at the end? It was like, what, five laps or so? Mm-hmm. It just seemed like sitting there, like, we knew we were in for a good finish. And Signs actually seemed like, I think he was ahead, maybe. Or it just seemed like Signs might have a chance. I think he pitted during the safety car. But uh, it would have been interesting to see what it would have happened if Verstappen had to chase down Signs. Sure, it would have passed him. But anyways, that safety car seemed to take forever and ever as we were it just did. sitting there. A safety car, which I actually got a... A little nice video of the guy waving the yellow flag in front of me. So oh, I like <laughs> it. The safety guard also in person is gorgeous. And it's, it is crazy actually how fast it goes. I know Verstappen likes to complain about how fast it's going. But to see a, like a car, a normal car on the track going that fast, it's pretty sick. And it's Was sleek. it the Aston, the Aston Martin, Martin or the Mercedes? Yeah. It was uh, the Aston Martin turquoise one. And it was gleaming in the sunlight. Oh, I so, bet. Especially yeah, on what Sunday. Did, what did you think of? I think you... If you just summed it up, I apologize. But yeah, the safety car, did you think it took too long? Yeah, it definitely felt like it lasted uh, a little bit too long. That was for Yuki, wasn't it? Yeah, which had a weird crash too. What the hell? It he was hilarious. Fired. I was, like I laughed like so hard. Out of nowhere. Well, he came, he came out of the pits and just slipped into the wall. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not even going to lie. I laughed really hard. His radio must have been hilarious. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. Just beep. Yeah. <laughs> And then I think you sent me a picture of someone that was at the race um, near where I guess Perez and Mick both went off the same place. And Perez kind of got out of his car and was like, he walked away, just kind of like sad. And then Mick, when Schum- Mick Schumacher got out of his car, he was like pissed off and yelled something angrily and like punched something. Yep. <laughs> so he was pissed. But yeah, briefly so. Like everyone there all weekend was just saying, we, we hope Mick gets points. So that was sad. I but know. Anyways, <sighs> uh, my hard and soft. Um, Got to give the hard to Max, holding off signs, not even ever getting that like close to his rear end, but never really that close to making a move even um, on signs with the RS for 15 laps or whatever it was at the end. Like amazing for Max to be able to do that. Uh, we were kind of uh, watching in person. We were wondering like, okay, is Carlos not? Is he purposely not wanting to pass because he knows Max will pass back? with the RS. So he's, we were just kept waiting, like, okay, he's going to do it with three laps yeah. left. Like, oh, no, he's going to do it with two laps left. 
Mm-hmm. And then it kind of dawned on us, like, it's probably not going to happen. And then we saw him coming in in the last lap, and we are like, oh, no, he's too far. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a little disappointing. And then I saw in the replay, like, the shots of Carlos's family in the paddock or whatever, uh, just, like, watching, like, with covering their eyes and stuff. is trying to get his first win. I know. So that was kind of sad. But good for Max. It. Like, Max is, as, as Horner said, he's on, in the best form he's ever been in his entire life. And that's kind of scary for the rest of the grid. It, you're you're not wrong. Uh, that's he's also getting my hard award this this week. But it it's I definitely want to see Carlos get his first win. It's so close, but he actually broke down um, his uh, overtakes in the last couple of laps. He broke that down a little bit after the race. He said that he I mean it was obvious he was the fastest car out there mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. Uh, he had fastest lap, uh, and he said he was like. It's good to know that I'm the fastest man on track. He's and he said that he, his car was about like two and a half tenths faster than Max's. He was like, but if for me to be able to properly overtake him, I would I needed to be a half a second faster. So that was really interesting, like breakdown. I I think from his perspective. So yeah, I was watching um, that press conference and the same one. Lewis said uh, that he wants George to be the one to be the uh, the guinea pig now with testing different setups because he's been the one that's been doing it all year which fair enough i mean i can see why mercedes would do it because he has more experience but also he's got to be like all right we're fast enough now like let me let me just get my car in in tune so i can race Um, it's it's strange like that they're that lewis is the guinea pig i mean maybe at this point they're just sort of like i don't know that i feel like they're getting like so much good pr from george's like top five consistency that they just don't want to risk fucking that up and they want to ride that shit out as long as they can yeah, like easy points. Um, then my soft is uh, Kevin Magnuson. I don't know. I heard, I didn't actually heard it myself, but I saw that he was kind of complaining about Lewis again. And th- I'm not saying this as a necessarily a Lewis fan, but watching the replay, like he tried to go around the outside. Uh, I was going to make an Eminem joke there, but I'm just not, <laughs> I'm not worthy <laughs> as a comedian of doing that. Uh, but yeah, he did. He tried to go around the outside in a spot where there's no real necessarily room there and hit his wing and then yeah he he says he shouldn't have had to retire there's a whole issue with that with Akon and a joke in the FAA but anyways he like there even if he did somehow make a miraculous move there Lewis was eventually going to pass him in a way faster car wasn't really worth the risk and we've seen this a few times now where I know he wants to finish higher up in the grid but you kind of just got to like pick your battles pick your spots mm-hmm. and like on turn one he just keeps clipping Lewis and I'm going to say this as a Lewis fan I don't like that very much because it scares the hell out of me. Like, I obviously didn't yeah. see that when I was at the race. But if I was at the Canadian Grand Prix and spent all that, whatever, and waiting, waiting, waiting for Lewis to come around turn one, and no yeah. Lewis came around turn one, oh, I would have, Kevin Magnuson would have been dropped in my personal rankings. That's for sure. Yeah. He's on my team, isn't he? Uh, let's see here. I don't know. He doesn't get any points. But, uh, yeah, I think, he, yeah, he is on your team. I have Mick. Uh. But yeah, you do have him. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad. Damn. Almost, he's going to yeah, start a rivalry with me. But yeah, go ahead. That, <laughs> that would be funny. But um, I agree. He's He definitely has fucked up a lot. I I don't know. Like, I'm still a little confused on the whole, um, what was it, a black and orange flag? Some bullshit like Is that? that? Like black and white or I don't know. It was a weird flag. It, but like, them... And it wasn't even like a, they just wanted him to come in 
for them to like fix it? I, I was a little confused, but I don't know because then like right after there was a virtual safety car or something, right? So we kind of got screwed with that. But yeah, I don't exactly did, yes. know what happened with that whole situation. Just something with Akon, I guess, joking on the radio about, oh, it's really bad. Yeah. And then they, them, but yeah, that's one I haven't <sighs> quite done sufficient mm-hmm. research on. Me either. But um, like I said, Max gets my hard, gets my hard award this week. <laughs> but uh, this, the uh, soft is going to Mick. His crash mm-hmm. just, I don't know, man. He's just he, especially with his really great qualifying performance in the wet. I just, he needs points, dude. You got to get some points, man. Come on. Chop, yeah. chop. You got it. It's <laughs> running out of time. And apparently the German media is not treating him very well. Oh, I don't no. know where Gunther had, but like, I guess they're saying like, you're no Michael. But, and like. That's fucked up. It's not fair. And Gunther, to the point where Gunther had to come out and say like, you guys aren't helping at no, all. Not at all. So, um, and I guess I can just tie this into an honorary worst and soft move of the week is just real quick yuri vips was playing video games call of duty i believe and uttered a racial slur that i'm obviously not going to say no put two together probably the worst word you can say uh and as a white person um so that's all i'm gonna say yeah he's been suspended from red bull he was their reserve driver pretty sure he was there at the race because i heard people yelling yuri yuri but i don't know but anyways that's just awful uh do you want to have any do you have any comments on that or you just want to go right to the mercedes allegations yeah not just you know there's really not much to say just besides it's fucked up it's pretty much it idiot anyways yeah so fill me in on fill me in on uh these mercedes cheating allegations (laughs) because my brief moment of being optimistic about lewis being maybe just a little bit behind the top two now Mm -hmm. should i be concerned I, I don't think you need to be concerned. I don't think anything is going to come of this, of course. Um, I don't know full details. I know, like, information, you know, is coming out every day. So we don't exactly know, like, exactly what's going on or if there's even going to be, like, an investigation. I doubt there will be. Um, who knows? But, yeah, there was – it all started with uh, just – there was, like, some articles posted or some posts, some pictures that Christian Horner – Toto Wolf and Binotto, uh, Ferrari's team principal, were like in a screaming match, like legitimately screaming at each other. And it seemed to be Red Bull and Ferrari versus Mercedes. Um, you know, we talked about it last week, the porpoising rules. Um, or did we did we talk about that last week? I think so. But if we didn't. But yeah, it's like it. we come, sort of came to the conclusion that uh, Mercedes maybe didn't get what they were after. But. Right. Um, we didn't exactly hear the full details of the screaming match, but we do know that Netflix was filming. <laughs> yes, yes. They, Netflix cameras were there. So look out for Drive to Survive season five in like, <laughs> what, 10 months, something like yeah, that. <laughs> remember this moment. Yeah, remember this moment. Uh, we'll, we'll reference it when we do our season five review next year. But it, uh, it all apparently is stemming from these allegations that, you know, Lewis went from saying Friday that the car is the worst it's felt all season. And I even texted you when he was saying this shit. I was like, damn, dude. I was like, that fucking sucks because I know you want a good result tomorrow. And then, you know, he gets P3 and George gets P4. So um, people were wondering. But then we also found out that uh, allegedly, apparently, 
that they fitted a part on the car either right before or there's there's some speculation that a part was put on the car that was illegal and then it was deemed legal but then there was also claims that it was deemed legal hours before they put it on the car before uh the session began so it's all very strange um people are alleging that um i think toto's former i forget what position they were in but they used to work with toto at mercedes they now work at the fia so people are theorizing that maybe they were tipped off at a quick potential minor fix to their porpoising issues where they wouldn't have to sacrifice all that much performance so it's all um allegations it's all alleged nothing's confirmed but there's lots of allegations being thrown around and obviously if mercedes did you know if they did do foul play then they should have repercussions and if they didn't then good on them for figuring it out because um it seems most teams already have and yeah uh they a, a lot of people are saying that mercedes are like people are exaggerating i think how good the car is they're still slower than ferrari and they're still way slower than red bull they're at least half a second slower than red bull so even with this upgrade they're still nowhere near the pace of the front runners so i don't know like you you could elaborate a little bit if you'd like but um i'm not going to you know point fingers but that is just what i've been reading um of course hopefully we'll have more updates on that eventually yeah i mean i don't know I don't, it remains to be seen uh one thing i'm excited about is uh, a track that had it was a track with better surfaces and silverstone's next they have a better surface um and obviously it's lewis's home race so i'm excited for that uh, oh, one yes. cool thing i forgot to mention though from that i just remembered from sunday at the race after the race we were uh about to leave but then we noticed people were starting to kind of pull the fences apart a little bit. And we're like, all right, let's 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 kind of oh, see where this goes. And they just pull this one part completely of the fence completely off. And people, I think it was allowed, I guess, because no one tried to stop it. People just started pouring onto the track. I'm talking thousands. There, I'm going to post a video of this if somebody in here is too. It's, it was incredible. Like thousands and thousands of people running onto the track all at once. Like it was like... A, uh, Black Friday, and they just opened the store. Like everyone just running towards the uh, yes, podium. Yes, Yeah, everyone <laughs> running towards the podium uh, ceremony. Um, and then everyone got up there. Everyone was like jumping up on the fences to get a better look at it. It was oh. insane. So, but uh, yeah, I got to see the the champagne celebration. It was kind of like through people's like legs and stuff. But I still was able to see them with my own eyes do the champagne. I saw Horner. I saw his wife uh so that was cool saw a bunch of people in the pit lanes danny ricardo was in there That's uh what's, what's it uh gunther i was about to leave and i just heard people like gunther gunther and then <laughs> <laughs> so i saw gunther a little bit um uh, yeah that was that was like one of the highlights too just being on the track first of all was super cool and then just like the rush of after staying there and being kind of exhausted and then then just pulling the fences down and running in so dude, that was that's awesome. fucking awesome yeah i've seen I don't know if they do that every weekend, but I've seen a video of like fans rushing the track. That's that's fucking awesome. Just being able to stand where they were just flying through. That's yeah. awesome. And one of the guys, I mean, people were picking up like rubber off the track and stuff. Some guy took the DRS sign and he was carrying it around. Like, I guess he took the DRS sign home. I wish I would have thought of that. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was awesome. 
now I know what I'm doing. Putting the cars on the um, on the trucks to take them out of there, and yeah, it was amazing. I saw the Aston Martin car the next day; they were unloading, so I got to see that up close. That was really cool. But yeah, amazing weekend. I'm sure I'll have more stories as the weeks go on. We've got lots of pictures and videos that will be coming out. So check out our social medias. You want to plug those, and we can get out of here. Absolutely, yeah. This this episode is a little quicker than I was expecting. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) But yes. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HarderSoftF1. We're going to be posting a lot on there. We are HarderSoftF1 Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you all so much for listening. Anything you want to add before we sign off? Nope. Just that uh, if you have a chance at some point, put it on your bucket list. You've got to see, not just you, every listener and viewer out there, you've got to attend an F1 race in person because it'll blow your mind. I'm so fucking excited for that. I cannot wait. Hopefully... It'll be sooner than later, but we'll have to see. (laughs) But yes, thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week for our Silverstone preview.